Welcome back, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. We're taping this on Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving in the United States. Radina Drandova, who's our uh, wonderful guest, is in the UK. So I don't know. Does UK have uh, Thanksgiving? I, I should have looked that up. I am not sure, actually. I, we don't celebrate it. I don't think they do as well. But I'm pretty sure that um, some people do. So yeah. I just don't want to say a bit word, yes or no, because I don't celebrate it personally, no. I guess. Well, uh, so in the United States, there's a, a you know tradition uh, on the last Thursday of November of each year, we have a Thanksgiving holiday, uh, which you know, families normally get together, not this year due to COVID, get together and they give you know thanks for uh, for you know, what happened during the year, and uh, it's it's a nice a nice holiday and it kind of kicks off this whole beautiful holiday season with you know Christmas and New Year's. So it's my happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much. And it's my favorite time of the year. So I really enjoy this particular time of the year. Um, anyway, so we're taping this on Thanksgiving. This is morning for me. This is uh, evening for Radina. So thank you for making the yeah. time for it. And um, I wanted to, uh, to talk to you because, again, a lot of people are finding out about you based on the movie that uh, you and uh, your friend just shot uh, called Host. Um, I will say right off the bat, uh, I heard that it's one of the scariest uh, movies ever. Horror is not my genre. I will definitely not be watching it, but I want to ask you questions from the acting perspective because that part is interesting to me. Um, okay, no worries. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a scaredy cat. So any, anything like that is just not something that I will enjoy. Getting, uh, getting freaked out is, is not on my uh, you know, list of things that are really, um, you know, qualifying as fun. <laughs> no, that's absolutely fine. I used to be, I, I used to be the same. I'm really bad with horror films, but mm -hmm. then after doing this and after knowing um, the director, Rob Savage and the uh, co-writer and co-producer, Jet Shepard, who are also really good friends of mine, they, they're mm -hmm. kind of guiding me slowly into it. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm beginning to be immune. So I, I'm watching like really, really good stuff yeah. uh, with good stories. But yeah, I know it, exactly what you mean. I'm, I was exactly the same before this film. Yeah, and uh, I, was, I was, you know, listening and kind of reading uh, in my uh, background on you, I was uh, that in order to get you and, uh, and the co-stars, ready for the movie they had you watch paranormal activity they had you watch a few other films like you know that yeah. alone <laughs> would have been like okay maybe i shouldn't be involved in this project for me yeah yeah, yeah. we watched the blair witch project as well uh paranormal activity three and also during the um this is like more of the acting side of it before each take rob yeah. would select like really scary clips or like scenes from horror films that he knows that nobody uh, nobody has seen or a lot of people have seen but like i haven't mm -hmm. and he would just play us these like five minute scenes to get us in the mood and it was just like oh god it's just so awful <laughs> but yeah but it got us in the mood though yeah and that's that goes into some of the acting questions i wanted to ask you about of you know I've seen i've seen a few kind of uh, clips and i've seen uh, i've seen the trailer <laughs> It's, it's enough for me. But in terms of kind of uh, being there and getting there as an actor. So uh, you just mentioned that, you know, the, the five minute clips before certainly helped <laughs> get you into that mode. But um, what else uh, worked? I mean, 
this any time when you have to be on this uh, dramatic spectrum of emotions, uh, you're going to need to go into that well all the time. So I don't know how many takes you were doing, but was it always there or just that initial five minutes was good enough to get you into the proper, you know, emotional space? Um, <clears throat> well, it was a few different things that we did because <clears throat> we're essentially in our homes acting yeah. against the screen. So there's nothing else to react on. I mean, uh, the girl's absolutely lovely. Like they're all fantastic actresses and Rob Savage is yeah. an amazing director. Um, so Rob is a fan of many, many, many takes. So he would, even if he gets it on the fifth take, he would do 10 more just to be safe, just to make sure that he's got it. Yeah. Um, it was a bit different in terms of there wasn't really a script. Um, we had a script mint. So we had like bullet points, like point A, point B, point C. And how we get to these points, it was all improvised. Great. So we kind of kept it really fresh because every time we would improvise something different we would say yeah. different things and by the end we actually didn't know what the film was going to look like uh, because we had we've said so many things we actually had no idea what what would make it and what didn't um so i think we had like 180 hours footage worth of footage yeah so yeah a big shout out to our editor uh brenna she's just incredible what she did um so yeah on the day we did different things like we uh, once i remember rob was like okay the energy needs to be up so he played um dancing queen abba and yeah. he got us all to like dance in our living rooms just get the energy up um yeah the the horror scenes really work to kind of like you know after that you kind of look around your house and everything is blacked out because you we've uh, we've blacked out the light mm -hmm. and it's like really dark so it kind of gets you into that vibe of like okay yeah. it's you know something's going on um but yeah and to be honest big shout out to my girls to all, all the rest of the girls uh from host because they're incredible actresses mm -hmm. and it's it is very helpful to have something to you know to, to that connection yeah. uh to come back at you and you've worked together yeah. before at least on you know when i was looking at uh kind of the projects that you were doing uh i've seen some of the same names and faces on you know one two maybe three different productions so i think that chemistry that you already had uh, developed was certainly uh you know evident yeah um i've worked with Haley and caroline uh, on a film called dawn of the death mm -hmm. with rob savage again <clears throat> so that connection was there um Haley and caroline also went to the same drama school so we've seen each other act so many 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 times uh, we were very, very familiar. Um, Gemma also graduated from the same high school. And mm. then Emma, I met both of them. We acted on Jed Shepard's film called Multiplex, which is not out yet, but it's coming out. I know, I know he's, uh, <clears throat> he has a plan for it. Um, so that's, I think all of the girls are in that one, actually. All of the girls are in Jed's film in Multiplex. Uh, but yeah, so we, we were, it was a very safe space to experiment because I didn't feel any pressure to, uh, you know, oh, will they judge me? Oh, what if I suck? What if I didn't get it? You know, oh God. there was none of that. It was just, okay, let's just be silly now. Let's just try something different. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We'll get it next time. And it was a very very safe space to just try out everything so yeah the support has been great 
And that's why I think, again, the, you know, what you were just mentioning, having multiple takes and having many takes as, as uh, the director likes it, that actually is a great uh, uh, tool because it really allows you to experiment and allows you to ground yourself in the character and find that way. You know, for some people, they, you know, they get on, the, they get on set and, you know, take one, they're already there. Other people, it takes them a little while to kind of feel their way around. I'm more on the letter of I have an idea. I want to try things out. Okay, this works. I want to go here. So I'd like a few takes to find my way. So multiple takes is is heaven for me. I love that. Yeah, it was it was a very collaborative process. Everybody contributed to um, making the film. Yeah, uh, the improv uh, certainly helped, uh, and that's where, again, shooting a movie over Zoom, from a technical perspective, it is a difficult process. From, you know, connecting perspective, it's a difficult process. So I remember you uh, mentioning in, you know, one of the interviews that you've done that the way that they were shooting is you had your, you know, laptops, but then you were taping a phone. So were you actually looking at the phone and then kind of uh, Zoom was, you know, the, the group of, uh, of girls? What was, from the technical perspective, how was that done? So we, we were actually all on Zoom, on the okay. Zoom meeting. Uh, so the way, but we didn't use the laptop camera that, or that footage of the camera. Basically mm -hmm. what we did, we got sent um, iPhones, which were empty, so it has more memory. Um, and we stuck them at the back of our laptops uh, mm -hmm. and made sure that like the camera of the phone is the, exactly this, like above the camera yeah. of the laptop. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So... The footage that was used at the end was all from the phone, okay. uh, but I had no idea what was basically what it was. I needed to like get the laptop down, press record mm -hmm. on the phone, yeah, and put it back. And then we would just act everything over Zoom because we would we would just have a Zoom meeting throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so that's that's how we made it work. I mean, we pressed record on every single piece of device, you know, everybody recorded on Zoom as well, just to make sure that, or at least I, I know our producer, Douglas Cox, definitely did, maybe Rob, mm -hmm. um, just on the safety side. And then we had, by the end of the day, we have so much footage, um, so much that, that we needed to make sure that it's on our phones. We needed to make sure that it's on a hard drive and we needed to make sure that it's on a save file in Dropbox, which was actually like the technical side of it was actually pretty painful because it just takes hours and hours. And especially for someone who's not that, uh, you know, good with technology or who's like, I've never done this before in my life. Like it just takes so much time. Um, but yeah, it was worth it in the end. <laughs> it was all worth it. Very cool. Uh, last, uh, last few bits uh, on, on uh, host and then we'll move on. Uh, okay. your, your boyfriend, uh, you know, Alan uh, Amrys, who is also a guest on the show, is a wonderful actor. He got a chance to be on the host uh, because, again, yeah. we're all shooting at home and, you know, he's at home. So um, was that a, a thing that was meant to be or it was like, hey, we can use Alan as well? How did that come about? Um, I think... I can't remember who got the idea of like, hey, we can use Alan. But like basically what started is we want to, they said we want to do the film with these girls. 
Right. What do you have at home that we can use? So I was like, well, I have a boyfriend <laughs> who's also an actor. So, you know, it's, it's handy. So one of the girls who's like, oh, that's actually really cool. Yes, let's, we'll add Alan. There's going to be like a tension there. I think that was Rob's decision in the end to use him. Um, we didn't know how much we were going to use him in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in the end, it ended up not being so much. But um, I feel like that was, I feel like that was better for the story because it's such a one hour, like one hour, you don't have much time to say everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and also Alan did help with a lot of other technical stuff during the shoot. Um, I'm not going to say anything because it's spoilers, um, but Haley, Haley Bishop had her partner in the house as well. And he helped massively with uh, um, being a DOP and setting up lights and doing some of the tricks. And he, yeah, so we, we kind of use what we had <laughs> at home. I just love the idea of what do you have at your home? Well, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then because, again, everything was shot at home and because this is a horror movie that, again, is a really, really, really scary horror film. What was it like actually being at home when you were not shooting? Uh, did you, uh, was it was it easy to go to sleep? Or did you have to kind of, you know, uh, take candles and then sage and kind of burn all the energy before you, before you go to bed? What was going on? Um, I'm, I'm actually pretty cool because I don't, okay. I don't believe in ghosts. So okay. for me, that was, and I, I knew that how everything was done technically. So I had no fear of that. Um, but some of the other girls did like bless i think emma had a difficult time sleeping um gemma was definitely saged her house i think every time um so yeah they they had a bit of a panic uh, moment and you know why that is i'll tell you why that is because mm-hmm. <clears throat> they didn't tell us that you know the medium that comes sailing mm-hmm. they actually told us that she's a real medium who also happens to be an actress and she's not, she's just an actress, but we had no idea. So every time, every, you know, when she opens the seance, every time the girls are like, oh, maybe we should close the seance, you know, maybe we should just, you know, like, how do we close it? Because we're, you know, we're worried. And then she would pretend every time, oh, okay, right. Um, yeah, let's, you know, breathe in, breathe out, you know, imagine this, <laughs> imagine that. And then just when the film was finished, that's when they told us, well, actually, she's an actress. She, she was never a medium. We were like, great, thanks. <laughs> Just to get that extra like fear of oh my god it's actually an open seance, you know what what could come. That's that's not nice. I I appreciate it, cool. but that's just that's <laughs> that's uh, that's a dirty trick. Um, I'm I'm a medium, so I've uh, I've had I, yeah I, again I don't do seances uh, things like that, but I have mediumship experiences where okay. you know there were things that freaked me out when I was uh, kind of uh, connecting and tuning in. So for me, kind of this whole idea, it goes way deeper into, uh, you know, when you're a medium, how you protect yourself, the type of, uh, the type of, you know, kind of energy that you're using to ensure that you're connecting to the highest, you know, and not to, you know, the things that would uh, happen in host. Like that to me is like, yeah, that's another reason why I'm not going to watch the, <laughs> the film because that's too, it's too close to home. Uh, anyway, that's, that's funny, but yeah. I... I did find it interesting that again, you know, you're on this uh, and uh, right now in host and you played a palm reading gypsy. So you kind of, you, you were on the opposite end of the spectrum a little bit. So um, all of the, you know, kind of looking at your demo reel and, and videos, I didn't see any comedic roles. I saw a lot of, uh, a lot of drama. 
Uh, and you're really, uh, really good dramatic actress. I did not, there wasn't anything that I saw that I did not buy. Uh, it was, it was okay. really, really well done. So I'm, I'm, I'm impressed and I, I mean that sincerely. Um, do you want to get uh, to do, uh, you know, more comedy or people really go to you for drama? Um, oh, interesting. Mm. I would love to do more comedy, uh, but I do, I do know that that's not my strong side. It's comedy is really hard and it's, I have so much respect for, you know, good comedy actors. It's just, um, how they do what they do is, and, and it is a lot about discipline as well. I'm not saying that I'm not disciplined, <laughs> but like, that it, it's just really hard. Um, I would love to learn more about that craft. Yes. Mm. And yeah, I think, I think people do come to me uh, more for dramatic roles. Um, I'm not sure why. I think something to do with, I think, uh starting off in bulgaria we have i did go to drama school in bulgaria mm -hmm. but i did physical theater there and uh not to say that we don't do comedy at all of course we have lovely comedic actors actors mm -hmm. and actresses uh but it's very like stanislavski based so and and uh very russian influenced where like russian theater hi yeah you know like russian theater it's all about like <gasps> I'm gonna die on stage in the drama. Um, not only, but you know, mostly. Right. So I think maybe that's like, yeah, that kind of maybe influenced me um, to just go more that way. Uh, well, such a fun. Nobody's ever asked me that. This is why I'm having a difficult time answering. Mm. Uh, and also, the type of roles that are available to Eastern European actors in in the UK and I imagine in in America as well. It's very limited. Unfortunately, it's very mm. limited. Um, and that's why I'm super happy to see, um, you know, Maria Bakalova, who is in Borat too. Yep. Um, she's a Bulgarian actress and that's mm -hmm. like, she did a fantastic job, like huge congratulations. And mm -hmm. she even said in, um, in an interview that she, I think, I think New York times, she mentioned, um, this doesn't happen to, you know, Bulgarian actors because usually there's just a small role with one or two lines and it's usually eastern european prostitute or a mafia guy if you're a guy yeah. and um sadly it is true i tend to notice it with some of my eastern european friends or like the amount of castings that i get mm -hmm. and um actually with after host that has changed a little bit for me like the types of casting that i receive are different and it's interesting characters they're more complex mm -hmm. um things that I would love to work on. Not that, not that you know, Eastern European prostitute can be very complex to characters. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that, but right. um, yeah. It's, it's true. Um, and again, I looked at, uh, you know, uh, IMDB Pro has their star meter. So uh, your star meter shot up as soon as uh, kind of a host came out. So it really, you know, should have expanded, hopefully, the uh, the number of opportunities for you and I know host has been received extremely well uh, for you know just across in terms of uh, reviews and uh, critical acclaim so hopefully more things are going to start uh, coming in but yeah I'm I'm not surprised with you know why you're getting approached for dramatic roles because looking at your reel yep you know she can yeah. handle it she can do it that's that's where I would go that's why I would think that you know. For me, um, I, I've noticed that I get a lot of uh, you know drama 
because of my age range. It's, you know, anytime with indies, it's that, you know, kind of uh, uh, either dad, business, you know, uh, lawyer, doctor type of thing, or it's yeah. really dramatic. And it's, it's also because they didn't see anything comedic on my reel. So I started to do more uh, kind of student uh, films and indies that allow me to go into comedy, which is what I love doing. And then, you know, people see more of that and then you can uh, get a little bit more traction. So, you know, do more indies, you know, throw, throw some more comedic stuff in your reel and uh, maybe that'll, that'll help that part. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I do genuinely love drama and I'm, I tend to watch more like the films yeah. that I would select. They're really, really heavy. I just, I absolutely love heavy <laughs> subjects and real stories and something that really like shatters me um and moves me like i'm not i would i wouldn't put a comedy on that often like i love stand-up comedy for example love stand-up comedians uh but like a, a comedy with, i would rarely put something funny on which is probably again maybe why it's just i i like to do what i'm good at um like i don't i don't I, i'm not gonna say oh i'm a very good comedic uh comedy actress like for you for example that's what you love doing of course then yeah you should make sure that you put that on your showreel yeah. uh for me i'm gonna slowly maybe get into it when the time is right no and uh it's again it's being authentic uh, and true to yourself so if if drama yeah. is your thing absolutely stick to that by the way uh you know your your t-shirt has uh, 1990 and some symbol is there <laughs> is there a relevance uh, to that number or just a good shirt um that's when i'm born but uh, i don't know I, I just like the t-shirt when i bought it and i was like yeah i could represent my year like, yeah <laughs> very very cool um you mentioned uh, maria uh, bakalova uh i you know i love borat uh, too i've watched it i don't know at least three times by now <laughs> since it's come out and uh, immediately you could see how talented uh, she is because that's a really difficult role to play um, you know, and I, I come from an improv background, so the improv, dramatic, and comedy are three things that she had to combine kind of all in one in high-pressure uh, situations. It was really, really impressive. No, I absolutely agree. I don't think that um, I would do that role justice. Like, if that was offered to me and if I had to do this, I don't think I would have done as good job as she did like she she just she was just so naturally good at that yeah. um yeah i just i don't i don't really know her to be honest i didn't know her from uh, bulgaria is the first time that i'm seeing her in borat mm -hmm. um so I, I really really hope to see her more and more into some uh you know big or not so big films but like with, with, with some interesting roles to show yeah to show her talent because i think she is very talented I, I agree. And uh, again, so kind of uh, to backtrack, I, I, in, on the internet, uh, you see all sorts of, uh, you know, different information pieces. Some say that you were born in London. Some say you were born in, uh, in Bulgaria. So really? I believe that you were born in Bulgaria, but can we clear that part up, right? You were born in Bulgaria, then you moved to UK. Yes, I was born in Bulgaria, but I, I was very surprised that somewhere it says that I have never actually checked. Yeah. I, I don't check myself. <laughs> there, I, I knew that it was, uh, it was misinformation because, again, it said that you were born in, in uh, London. It said that uh, you're single, you don't have a boyfriend. This was all kind of, uh, I think, three months ago or four months ago. Like, 
yeah, I know that she was definitely, uh, you know, she definitely has a boyfriend because I've had her on my show. And I know that she was born in Bulgaria because I've seen it in other places. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, that's just somebody yes. doing, uh, you know, not doing research and just putting something out there. Uh, yeah. Because host came out and they wanted, uh, you know, more publicity for their site. So uh, when did you come to UK? Um, I moved here, I want to say seven years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and I moved here because, so my mother actually was the first person to come here. She mm -hmm. got a really, like an offer for a job. Uh, she's in banking, nothing to do with acting. Um, and then she kind of, you know, said, do you want to have a look at, you know, universities here? Because she knew that I wanted to be, at that point, 18, I wasn't really sure if acting was what I wanted to do or musical theater or some, because I used to sing as well when I was younger. Um, so I moved here then and I went to musical theater school first because I thought, and I got accepted and I thought, well, I can sing, I can dance. I, you know, I want to find out more about acting and that kind of says it like it combines all three of them mm -hmm. and I got accepted and I didn't like it at all. Like it wasn't, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel like the freedom that I wanted to feel, I guess. And like two months into it, I just called my mom and I was like, I don't, I don't think this is what I want to do. And she just got really angry. She said, um, do you mind figuring it out already? Because you are like 20 or something. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I just, you know, sat along with myself and was like, what, what do I really want to do? And I thought acting because I've always enjoyed it. So I was like, well, I think I kind of have a feeling that I want to explore that a bit, a bit further. Um, and that's when, you know, I applied again to some universities and I got into Central, Central School of Speech and Drama. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was the best decision I've ever made was to go there and get that, you know, I did DMA acting for screen. Um, and it's thanks to that school and to that year that I, that I just managed to just swim really into what like the world that this is and I realized that I knew so little about about the craft about acting about everything mm -hmm. um and it was just it was towards the end of the year actually when I started to uh like break and started to deliver something that mm -hmm. was coming from like a real place it was like right so this is what I was supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that, you know, that's possible every time, but like it's, I now know the, the process. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. So yeah, that's seven years ago, came mm -hmm. to England to study and it was the best decision that I've ever made. That's wonderful. So what is that process? Because, you know, this is, uh, this is where I love uh, hearing how people get there and how people you know, get into the character, stay in the character, find that, <clears throat> find that freedom within it and, uh, and deliver performances. What is it for you? I think it's a combination of a lot of things because we tried, um, you know, obviously method acting, it was Meisner introduced, um, our tutor was introduced Chekhov very heavily to us. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of like test to see what works for you what doesn't work for you i i'm not gonna say oh, i'm a meisner actor or i'm a method actor because i just for me it's it works differently mm -hmm. um uh <laughs> what is the process that's such a funny that, that, that's such an interesting question i don't really talk about this with anyone 
Um, what is the process? If you're comfortable sharing, if, uh, if you're not. Then Absolutely, yeah, yeah, no. I'm more than comfortable. I just need to really think about it because I don't I haven't actually, I don't have like, oh, okay, so let me tell you A, B, C, D. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing that I try to do is clear my head yeah. um, of any thoughts. Um, that is after I've done the prep, though. So, okay, so the first one will be the prep. You get a script. Um, I really, I like reading the script like quite a few times and, you know, doing all the actions and the intentions and the super objective or whatever, whatever, you know, try to figure this person out. Mm -hmm. What is the scene about? Um, and I try, if I get a full script for an audition, I, I read it. I read the full script to understand where is the scene and why does the scene serve the film? Like how, how does it work for the whole film? Um, and then after I learn lines kind of easily to be fair, like, I don't know, not many people do, but for me, it's kind of, once I get the logic behind what's going on, for me, it's like, it's really easy. Okay. And then, yeah. And then like, when it comes to performing, I just try to clear my head. The first thing that I do is, you know, breathe for five minutes just to try and get, you know, get all the thoughts aside. And then I try to dive into um, the thoughts of the character, whatever they might be, whatever the situation is for her. Um, and then I do many, many, many takes <laughs> until like, and you know, sometimes I actually, do you know what the first take was actually great and I'm gonna go with that one, but I, I just tend to do different things, try different things. Um, I quite like working with Alan as well because he's um, he's obviously helpful. He's also an actor, mm -hmm. but sometimes he can spot things that like, do you know what's missing? That's missing. And I was like, yes, that is missing. That's what mm -hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't figure out. Um, so yeah, I, I would always read with another actor because then you have both eyes on the scene mm -hmm. um, that, that can contribute to, you know, a better scene. And yeah and then when it comes to being on set i guess like that all of that is still valid but also i always really try to get to know everyone from uh the crew mm. uh because especially after doing host where i have to be my own dop sound you know art department everything mm. um it, you kind of understand the importance of every single person that's there and and their contrib contribution to the film and yeah, I just try to, you know, introduce myself to everyone, get to know everyone and have conversations with everyone, get to know them. Hmm. Um, and yeah, just make it a pleasurable experience for everyone. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. It's, uh, it's again, it's helpful for, for us actors to hear what others are doing <clears throat> and uh, hmm. to pick up on things. I, I constantly pick up and I, you know, change uh, my approach and add, uh, uh, there was a you know lovely actress I was speaking with uh, yesterday, Gigi Augustine, who um, kind of filled in another gap for me. She said that um, <clears throat> for her, she starts with her own kind of emotional experiences, and then it leads her into the imagination work, and then her own fall away because by that time she's already in the character. She doesn't need uh, to rely mm -hmm. on anything else. So it's kind of it's a starter to get to the imagination. So that's a very interesting kind of uh, approach and a bridge. 
yeah. again, you know, there are so many different approaches of do you use your own, do you not? Uh, I prefer not to use my own. I prefer to use imagination. I kind of my jumping off point is an alternate reality version of myself that yeah. I start with the same tree and then I go from there. So everybody has their own approaches, but that's why I love hearing other actors so we can all kind of grow and get better together. Yeah, I think it's very important um, uh, what you just said about your uh, version of yourself. Yeah. Because by in the beginning, when I first started acting, when I came to Central, and I was self-observing myself all the time, I was self, mm -hmm. you know, that self-watching of, I don't know how, you, yeah, what the I, term is. Yeah. Um, and I used to do that a lot. Um, you know, how am I going to, you know, what are the others going to think of me? And then I think the thing that actually got me out was when I understood that whatever it is that I'm doing or saying, mm -hmm. it's not me, it's a character. Yeah. And I think that the moment you separate these two things, you're not playing you, you're not saying these things, you're not being this person. I think the moment you, you have to really separate these two and then the, the freedom just comes naturally. Yep. Um, yeah, Radina would never do that. Verdina would never dress up like that. She would never say anything like that. You know, she wouldn't get angry to that point. No, she wouldn't. But it's also an opportunity to um, you as a person, for example, if you don't get angry very often, mm -hmm. but you wanted to, and then you have like a scene, which is like very fiery. This is an opportunity for you to get that out, you yeah. know, to really <laughs> you know, challenge these things that normally don't go out do it now um that's also quite fun to do agreed that's uh that's that's the opportunity that acting affords all of us is to explore these different parts and to uh yeah. feel and to uh you know to tackle things that we don't get a chance to uh to really play with i, I remember in you know in one of the drama classes that i was taking they basically said look you know whatever happens on stage that's not reality the stage is your opportunity to do whatever comes to mind. As long as it's not yeah. hurting somebody else, that's your safe space. So do it because once you step out of that, then you're back in the real world. This is not the real world. Do whatever. And that allowed me the freedom to just be and whatever comes to mind, that's what, that's what I was doing. And that helped me tremendously as an actor because then I was trying to take that onto a set and obviously within the you know being being a normal human being <laughs> and not a jerk but like you get into the role and it's like yeah i have the freedom to act as the character would and that's it mm -hmm. exactly uh, yeah um perfect few more a uh, few more things that are interesting to me again you know coming into a new uh, country now uh, working in indies um what have you found in terms of uh a support structure, right? In in LA, everybody works uh, some sort of a part-time uh, job to support themselves until they, you know, hopefully get to a point where they don't have to. New York also is is fairly good about it. How is London? You know, are there jobs that understand that you're an actress and then you you have to support yourself, but you also have to be available for auditions and shooting? Yeah, there it's it's a difficult one. Um, yeah, I've always had a part-time job. I haven't, you know, made it yet or whatever. Yeah. Um, I've always had a part-time job. The first thing that I got here was um, 
I worked for an agency and they they hired specifically actors and musical theater performance uh, performers mm -hmm. or artists. Uh, and the reason for that was because you could choose the days that you work. Um, and that agency was in retail. So it would be big shopping centers. You would go on makeup counters or perfume counters or mm -hmm. clothes or something. And you would, you know, help out there. Uh, it wasn't fun. Let me tell you, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. uh, but you do, you do what you got to do. But it did give me a lot of flexibility because I could pick the days that I could work. Yeah. Um, so I could choose not to work for a whole week if I wanted to um, and go on holiday or whatever. Um, then I worked in a hotel behind reception and I got a part-time job. And when I did, when I did my interview with them, um, the, I found out that the general manager of the hotel went to my drama school when he was young oh, and I was like, no way. And then we started like, oh my God, isn't it the best school? Oh, yes, the best school. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I think from the start, I kind of said, I want a part-time job. Um, I've never been full-time mm -hmm. because for me, it's also important that my mental health stays um, okay. If I, if I start working five days a week, you know, eight hours or whatever, I just, I know that I'm going to be very drained. I know that I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. Um, so I'd rather have less money, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to spend on extras, but to have my free time and my sanity. Mm -hmm. um, and then after the hotel reception, I started working in a restaurant as a hostess. Mm -hmm. And then coronavirus happened and they fired a bunch of us um, and I was on benefits. Uh, but now I'm actually back at the same, at the same restaurant that had me back because they've, they've opened and they need more people, which was very nice because nobody, they, they didn't fire people mm -hmm. on bad terms. You know, they just had to do what they had to do. Um, so now they started hiring again. And yeah, so, but I've always had a part-time job. Yeah. So the last uh, thing, if, um, if you had a chance to go back uh, and talk to the young uh, Aridina that uh, was just starting a musical theater and trying to figure it out and give her one piece of acting advice, what would that be? One piece of acting advice. Or mm. acting related, not necessarily acting class, yeah, yeah, yeah. life in acting. <clears throat> I guess it would probably be uh, stop worrying what other people think of you because it's not important. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Um, be, yeah, because whatever comes out needs to be true. And then, you know, people would react to that, how they react. Um, and if you believe it, everybody else will believe it. But yeah, maybe it would be, I was, I spent so much time worrying about, am I good enough? If I'm, you know, pretty enough for all these kind of things when you're growing up. Mm -hmm. um, and then I wish, yeah, I wish that I would come and say, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Don't, <laughs> just don't do this to yourself. Mm. Well, <clears throat> listen, I... Yeah. you're definitely good enough. You're <laughs> absolutely pretty enough. So uh, I, <laughs> it's... Uh, all, all of us as, as humans and especially as actors, we need to get to that point where we just know who we are and we're not worried about uh, others' uh, opinions yeah. ourselves. Then we can have the freedom to actually do the work.
Exactly, yeah. Perfect. Well, it was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so uh, much for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure to say hi to Ellen and uh, good luck. You know, let's, uh, let's see where this whole thing uh, takes you. You too. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Nobody's asked me these questions before. It was, uh, it was genuinely nice to well, talk to you. Thank you. And uh, this is why, you know, kind of we have the show because I love acting. I want to talk to actors. I want to get into the reality. And it's not just, hey, you know, did you enjoy working with so-and-so? <laughs> like on set. You know, there are plenty of shows that do that. We're not one of them. So um, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving as you're watching this, uh, you know, today or the day after. Um, we wish everybody to be safe and to be thankful for the gifts that we've gotten in this uh, difficult year, but a year that we have endured and grown and uh, hopefully become better versions of ourselves. Thank you.